0: Hello and welcome to On The Turf, hosted by three guys who have never been On The Turf. My name is Arjun Ryan. I'm
1: Baum Khanda. And I'm Ron Patel. And
0: we had a great divisional round of games. Not as good as last year, which I think at this point we were coming on and talking about like the best in the football, but this was certainly a great week. And today we're joined by Graham Moreland. Um, obviously, those of you who have been watching the show for a while know that Graham has previously been on the show, just in our intro. Uh, before the draft last year, I think it was the week of the draft, um, Graham sung that beautiful song, Draft Story, um, you know, patterned off of Taylor Swift, uh, to bring Debo Samuel back to San Francisco. Because there was a time where Debo Samuel, he may not have been a San Francisco 49er, and this team may not be in the NFC Championship without him. But thanks to Graham, yeah. he's, he's back. Uh, so thank you for being on the show. We're going to talk a lot about the San Francisco 49ers today. Um, and them going into their biggest game of the season. But before we do that, let's talk about all the other teams in the divisional round, starting off with on Saturday afternoon, we had the Chiefs being the Jaguars 27-20. Obviously, a lot to talk about with the Mahomes injury and how that's going to affect him with that high ankle sprain. But there's not much to say here. All of us predicted the Chiefs to win this game. The Jags showed a valiant effort. But like we said, this is a great result for them. They're a year ahead of schedule on the rebuild and you know they're they're likely going to be back in this playoff race for years to come they got the qb and the head coach to take them there
1: yeah i i you know it's just like impossible to stop Mahomes. i think like arjun you called it before i thought the bills were going to stop them and you know how that went um but you know for me i jaguars you know they're a talented team like you know, I feel like that division is weak. I feel like the Jaguars probably have the most potential out of any of the other teams. They're all, you know, more of an inner rebuilding phase, than the Jaguars are. And they got a lot of potential. They got the receivers and Calvin Ridley's coming back for them next year. Uh, so I think that's going to be pretty exciting uh, for their offense. I think it's going to be one of the most explosive offenses in the league next year. So I'm going to be excited for the Jaguars, but, you know, Chiefs kind of steamrolled them, uh, even with Mahomes' injury.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I think same thing as you guys said. Uh, Jags have a bright future. Uh, I mean, I think obviously the biggest thing for this game is that Mahomes' injury, he didn't look good um, right after he got hurt. I mean, he really couldn't walk on that foot. He couldn't put any weight on it. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not he's ready uh, come Sunday for Cincinnati. But other than that, I mean, other big storyline, Travis Kelsey. I mean, absolutely incredible game. 14 catches um, for 98 yards and two touchdowns. I mean... We, we were watching this game, and I'm, I'm just asking, like, how does he keep getting open? How does he keep finding ways to get the ball? But um, I think he's cementing himself as one of the best tight ends to ever do it. Um, we'll talk more about this Chiefs uh, team more again uh, in the in the preview for the conference championship. But they're looking really good. Um, but at the end of the day, it really boils down to uh, Mahomes, I think, and his injury.
3: As for Travis Kelsey, I'm obviously a George Kittle supporter, but I have to give credit where credit's due. Um, yeah. <laughs> Travis Kelsey has showed that he is a great vertical threat. I mean, he's a great receiving tight end. Um, I feel like I, you want you want to say something. No, I, mean, I feel like gonna, you're holding something back. Yeah, I just think <Yeah>. that <laughs> if a defensive coach actually game planned for him, it would be different. I mean,
0: I, I I feel like most defensive coaches try to stop the best player on the team, don't you think?
3: Yeah, I think the best person on that team is Patrick Mahomes.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. No, he's, um, <laughs> that's, he's, he's not wrong.
0: Yeah, but let's move on. The other Saturday game, which somehow was worse than the first one, the Eagles blew out the Giants 38-7. to I thought the Giants were going to keep this close. This game was over before the first quarter was even over. Um, I mean, you could just sense from the jump that the Eagles are back in their early season form. They're a buzzsaw on both offense and defense. Mm-hmm. This Giants team, you know, we talked a lot about how they're overperforming, even more so than the Jags did, I think, relative to the – talent that's on their team the Giants you know I think the bill came due for them the world kind of saw what the Giants really are talent wise a lot of things to talk about in the offseason with regards to Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley but I think the Giants you know this was their ceiling this was their absolute ceiling and I think the Eagles really showed that they're back um, after kind of a late season slump even though they end up 14-3.
1: Yeah, honestly, I don't think you can expect more from Brian Dable. And, you know, it's his first year, and he took them to the divisional, and this team hasn't made the playoffs in like, what, like five years now? Um, just taking them that far and just letting them do what they can do, maximizing the offense, and they still have a lot of playmakers. I think this is a young team. Uh, I think there will be some signings from Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley in the offseason. Um, I'm just excited for them, but I'm more excited for this Eagles 49ers matchup, but we'll get into that later.
2: Yeah, I mean, I said this last week uh, when we were talking about the game. You know, I don't know what Dylan was on. He picked the Giants. Our news said this game was going to be close. I told you. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously they're playing for the third time this year, but this Eagles team, they're coming off a bye week. They're going to be prepared, and they showed it um, against the Giants this week. Uh, Hertz was on point. He had two touchdowns. We didn't have to do much through the air, though. Um, The running game was elite, Uh, gained well over 100 yards. Sanders nearly 100 yards hurts and scott got involved in the fun two three rushing touchdowns overall um but what's more impressive for me and what the 49 Niners need to be worried about is how good this defense looked obviously the <laughs> Niners defense is leagues better and more talented than the giants defense um but daniel jones didn't look like he played all year he had a very rough game and in interception barkley couldn't get going on the ground just because it fell down uh so quickly um Again, obviously that the Niners are more talented in a lot of those aspects, but I think it's gonna be interesting to see what this very equally talented Eagles defense can uh throw Purdy off of this game. And I think that's gonna be something to look keep an eye out for. But I you know Graham you probably disagree with me on
3: that one. <laughs> I mean, well we can get into the actual um I think I see possible talks of a game plan in the future, but I think for just pure analysis of the Eagles Giants game, I would agree with pretty much what was said already um eagles looked fluid on offense They looked like they couldn't be stopped they looked like they didn't make any negative plays and that's usually what wins a football game um and i think honestly my i mean i'm not sure if anyone really expected the giants to really come out of this game on top what i'd say from this game is that the vikings were the worst what, oh, I think oh, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. finally <laughs> someone I mean, said i wanted to be the vikings I mean, train but that's not insane.
2: that they are bad but great so i have a question so you see this game right they they're the they're out the giants. They look virtually unstoppable. I mean, what's the what's the flaw you see in this team now that you think that the Niners can can really exploit? I mean, they so look the Eagle, unstoppable. Of the Eagles.
3: I think it's more of instead of trying to find a a hole to rip open. I mean, it's more of like you just gotta trust that your team is gonna come out on top right now. I mean, I think your point that Saquon couldn't get started from the, uh, from the get because they fell so far behind. I mean, look at last week's game, Niners and Cowboys. Um, I think it was tied at half, and in the first half we only had 11 rushes. You know Kyle Shanahan. He likes to have at least 40. We had 11 rushes in the first half. The run didn't look like it was going anywhere. I think the average is, what, 2.4 yards on the ground. The second half we came back, we had 21 rushes, averaged like 4.5. So, I mean, it's more of just sticking with what you know. I trust Shanahan. I trust D'Amico. I think that they're going to get it done. Um, I don't have the offensive mind like one of those guys, so I can't really tell you right now <laughs> what what in their defense I'm going to exploit. It's <laughs> not my job, but you know, right now I trust I trust the guys who do know what to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get more into I guess how the Cowboys lost that game, but first I mean, we had one other game played before this mm-hmm. um, before as oh Cowboys. Okay. okay. The Bengals blew out the Bills. The Bengals blew out the Bills. Um, look, everyone, I remember saying at the beginning of the season, this Bills hype, it was out of control. And, you know, my two co-hosts here, you know, Graham, you didn't have the opportunity to pick, but these two guys. No,
3: I, I heard, I heard.
0: These two guys picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. And, That's you know, crazy. I like the Buffalo Bills. I like them. They're a great story this year. Josh Allen's a likable player. Sorry, am I boring you? I
3: don't, I don't, nah, don't want nah, nah, to be here. You're
0: good, you're good. I, you I, good, you're I, I, good.
2: I, don't, I, I have nothing out of the conversation. Dude, I don't keep going. You got
0: it. Joe Burrow it. showed why he is the second best quarterback in football and why this Bengals team, the team that got to the Super Bowl last year, and I say this as a Steelers fan, this Bengals team was the one that the Chiefs should have been afraid of. <laughs> and look, I just want to say I haven't missed a game in this playoffs yet, and I don't think I will. Because okay. it seems okay. that I was on the money from the beginning. <laughs> and I think the Bengals lose this weekend.
2: Sure, sure. I almost I almost wish we went back to you being the prophet because you were so much more humble. You were so much better with this. I hate this guy. I hate, I hate, I hate everything he does. Um, you guys created this. You created this. I didn't create this. I, what did I create? The, the graphic? Sue oh, my God. Listen, here's what I'll say about this game. Yeah, okay, I was wrong I was about wrong the Bills. Guy. I thought they were a better team than they were. Here's a silver lining for me if you're a Bills fan. I mean, you, you're, you're down three safeties um, halfway through this game. I mean, obviously, you didn't have Micah Hyde for most of this year. Uh, there's, the, there's the DeMar Hamlin incident. Uh, Mar- your your, your, your third-string safety, uh, Marlowe gets injured in the middle of the game. So you're playing with the fourth-string safety. Um, you're down your best edge right rusher in and well. Miller. I think that this defense could have played a lot better. Um, if they had the if they had if they had the literal all pro talent that they're missing, I mean I, I just mentioned two players, but that's all pro talent you're missing on the field. So if I'm the Bills, yeah, your defense played bad, but if I'm looking at silver lighting, injuries can come back next year. I don't know what the offense was on though. I mean this this is it as simple as you blitz them and they fall apart, because the Bengals kept bringing the blitz. Josh Allen kept getting rushed, and then he looked like the Josh Allen that makes so many mistakes, and that's what I was worried about last week. Um, he was 25 for 42. He threw a pick, no touchdowns. It wasn't a good performance from him. Um, obviously, saw he saw the receivers getting frustrated. He saw Stephon Diggs getting frustrated, and I don't blame them uh, because Allen, I mean, he said it himself. He played like shit. I mean, he played really poorly, and I I, I don't know how – it can be that easy to scheme against them. I think the other big thing is that this team still can't run the ball. Um, James Cook, Devin Singletary couldn't get anything going. Um, again, I don't know why. It's not like their offensive line is terrible. I think their offensive line played they played pretty poorly this week. Um, Deion Dawkins got beat every single damn time around the edge. Um, and And I think they had a couple big holding calls that pushed them back, too. But even then, I mean, this is a team that should at least be able to run the ball. You got talented running backs, I think, and James Cook at least. Can't run the ball, and then without that, and if Josh Allen's off, it puts all the pressure on him, it blitz away, um, and force him to make mistakes. Again, it it shouldn't be that simple to beat this Bills team. I don't think that it usually is. But this is a combination of getting them on their worst day um, and having a very, very good game plan to go against them.
3: I think... I think it didn't help that the Bengals got on top, fourteen zero, at the very start. I think if that didn't happen, it would be a much closer game at the end. Um, but that's what the Bengals do. I mean, they, like, first drive, Burrow's heaving down like thirty yarders to Jamar Chase. I I don't think the defense showed up ready to play on that first drive, and I think usually when a team gets down fourteen, especially in the playoffs, like in the regular season it happens, especially in the playoffs, you get down to 14, two contending teams, like it's that's a hole you're really not gonna dig yourself out of I mean I also agree with Rohan's second point that I think the reason that we keep seeing the Bills make it and then not make it is because they're not a run team they don't run the ball they're a pass first team and a pass second team (laughs) I mean like yeah Yeah, (laughs) there's there's no there's no run option and I think people just they forget how much running loosens up an offense and how many more opportunities it presents um I mean, Devin Singletary, he's, he's not a good running back. James Cook, he's, he may be, he's maybe shown signs of being decent. And I think maybe in the right system he could be decent. But McDermott's system isn't really running back friendly at the moment. I think if they got a good running back, they could really open up this offense. But, I mean, until then, they're just going to keep cutting themselves short.
0: And now let's move to probably the biggest game of the weekend, the best game of the weekend. Uh, 49ers, Cowboys. Uh, the 49ers came out top. Very defensive game. I really enjoyed watching this game. I love these kinds of old school defensive matchups. But and we're going to talk a lot about the 49ers and how they can win this next game against the Eagles. But I'd like to talk about the Cowboys because you know obviously we're not going to talk about them anymore. They lost, and you know Rohan, both of us were talking last week about how we don't know what Cowboys team is going to show up week to week. And how if the Cowboys show up like they did end of season against the commanders, if Dak Prescott more specifically does, then the team can't win. And that same Dak Prescott showed up this weekend. Um, to be honest with you, I think the defense played really well, especially against a 49ers offense that dropped nearly 40 points against the Seahawks a week previously. Micah Parsons, that secondary, that linebacker core, Leighton Vander Esch, they all played really well. Um, they limited Christian McCaffrey a lot in that first half, which was the reason this game was kept as close as it was. And I really think the blame goes on Dak Prescott. And Dak's a good guy. Dak's a very you know good at the podium, good quarterback, good leader for this team. But he simply did not have good quarterback play this entire season. He was one of the most streaky quarterbacks I've seen in recent memory. And that really lost them the game. Now, we can talk in the offseason about whether this affects Dak's future with the Cowboys. Um, obviously, he's under contract for the next couple of years, but I think you, if you're the Cowboys, you have to think about drafting someone later on at this point. I, I don't know if you're confident Dak still be. especially you're the Dallas Cowboys, the expectation is for you to make the Super Bowl. If you have Dak Prescott, do you ever think you're really going to get there and ever think he can win four straight games in the playoffs to win the big game? I'm not, I don't think he can
2: Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm going to butt in here. I'm going to offer a defense of Dak Prescott because I, I've, I've, I very strongly disagree with you, you know. I think you look at teams like, like the 49ers, right? You talk about, I mean, this is a team that's going to have, that's had Jimmy Garoppolo lead them to the Super Bowl, a team that may have Brock Purdy lead them to a Super Bowl. You well, take that. It's a team, <laughs> take that. That, it's a team that knows enough. how to build from the ground up and realize that, yeah, quarterback's important, but as long as you have someone competent there, you can get the job done. And Dak Prescott is more than competent. I mean, we, we flipped a complete switch from last week. I mean, I get you're saying he's streaky. I agree he's a bit streaky, right? But last week, he was near perfect. Over 300 yards, four touchdowns. This week, you expect him to come out against the number one defense. He still throws for over 200 yards. He has a touchdown. He had two picks, and that's an issue with turnovers. But he has no running game. Ezekiel Elliott, as we said before, seems pretty washed. He was washed uh, uh, on, on Sunday. He had 10 carries for 26 yards. Tony Pollard breaks his fibula uh, before halftime, and he's out of the equation, so you're down your running back one, and, and who do you expect Dak to get the ball to? I mean, CeeDee Lamb's his number one, obviously, but no, you know, hear me hear me out, CeeDee Lamb is a, a clear-cut number one on receiver in this league, but after that, what, Dalton Schultz, Cole, like, uh, 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 T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton, the remnants of T.Y. Hilton? Michael
3: Gallup, I mean, those are, they're not... Those aren't nobodies.
2: Michael Gall- uh, Michael Gallup hasn't been good this year ever since the ACL tear. I mean, his real wide receiver too has been Noah Brown. And look, <clears throat> I I don't like the Cowboys any more than you guys like the Cowboys, but I just think that harping on Dak this much, I don't think he's the main issue with this Cowboys <laughs> team. I think this Cowboys team has a lot of work in other areas to 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 other holes to fill in. Let's forget this defense; it was good against uh, the Niners. But it's still lacking, I think, in secondary talent. Um, Kittle, and, Kittle and Debo had a pretty good day. I mean, this is a team that should be making Brock Purdy feel more uncomfortable than he did, right? They didn't They didn't generate much pressure. They didn't um, force him to make any mistakes. If you're playing a young quarterback, you got to be doing better in those aspects. Again, Dak could have done better. I just think there's a lot of other areas this Cowboys team can work on and touch up a little bit that'll make this team a Super Bowl team. They don't need an overhaul of quarterback.
1: You know, I'll I'll sympathize with both sides here. You know, I think that if you are getting paid that much, Rohan, if you do have that much talent in the world, like the expectations that you know you do perform in those moments, right? Like if you are the quarterback, you are the position that is going to be the make or break make or break for your team, and you know that is the expectation for Dak, regardless. So like, completely honest with you, like I'd rather take you know a game energy quarterback where I know what I'm going to get every single game, rather than a streaky quarterback who's going to lose me a playoff okay, so game. So answer me this: like, Would you like would you, you rather have
2: Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott?
1: They're the same guy. <laughs> really?
2: Because Kirk Cousins did less.
0: Except Kirk Cousins Kirk, getting paid like $8 million less per year. But,
2: but Kirk Cousins is doing less with Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin yeah. Cook.
0: But Kirk Cousins also had the Vikings defense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, let's be real here. A defense who holds a high-flying offense to 19 points, I don't know what more you want to ask for them in the divisional round of the playoffs. I really think, I mean, yes, the entire season is not on Dallas, but... This game alone, or on Dak, rather. This game alone was on Dak, in my opinion.
2: I disagree because he didn't have any help from the run game, and his only his only consistent wide receiver
3: all game was CD Lamp. I mean, I have a lot of issues with it, real saying. <laughs> Practically everything, honestly. <laughs> um,
2: Can you just take your
3: win, Graham? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, to start, you you clearly named Rob Jimmy Garoppolo the reaction. <laughs> it's not going <laughs> to um, I apologize. <laughs> I think I'm not going to go there actually, but um, <laughs> no, you, should, I, you should go there. You should go there. <laughs> I think that this game is on Dak Prescott. I mean, I don't see how it isn't really. Their special teams played really well. I mean, I guess he could have kind of returned that for a touchdown if he wanted to. Maybe I don't know hindsight is twenty twenty, but um, I mean, I don't know who you'd blame this game on. Mike McCarthy called a pretty decent game, unless except for that. Well, that final play? Exactly. Yeah, sure was <laughs> Zeke um, in the center? Not McC- I don't like. I would blame the other last game last year, wild card. I'd blame that on Mike McCarthy. This year, I think it's completely on Dak. I mean, two bad picks. They weren't like picks that were, like, exceptional defensive coverage. Those were bad picks. Like those are bad decision interceptions. Um, there was the the one where everyone's talking about how good Fred Warner was in coverage, and I think that he was fantastic in coverage on CeeDee Lamb. But if you actually look at that play, that was a really bad defensive play by the 49ers. They left T.Y. Hilton completely open in the seam. If you're paying a quarterback that much, he should be able to read that. I mean, there's I'm not trying to diss my team at all. I'm just, I don't like Dak. I don't like Dak. I don't really like Dak. I don't, I don't like Dak. I hate Dak. So, I mean, I, I think any chance I can blame this on Dak, I'm going to blame it on Dak you expect
0: the team to pick up every interception? Dak threw two interceptions, and then threw another one right to Dre Greenlaw, which he dropped. I mean, if we're talking about dropped interceptions, he also Dak been, probably
2: yeah, should have had four. should have had a safety
3: as well. You know, okay, sure. But my, my,
2: my point is is that, like, if you're this Dallas defense,
3: yeah, okay, you did, like, they did a good job holding this team to defense 19 did a great points. Job. I named two plays that didn't go the Dallas defense's way, but the Dallas defense did a great job. For, I mean, nine, was it 19 points? Yeah. 19, 19 points? points, but... I don't, I don't know. If you're playing a rookie quarterback and you don't then generate you a turnover, you're not giving your a good two field position. Brock like, pretty at least two Ro- touchdowns. Rohan, to I'm, last. I'm, just, I'm
0: just curious as to somehow you, you have flipped the switch and become a, an ardent D- Dallas Cowboys <laughs> fan. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a Cowboys
3: fan by any means. I'm just saying I, I don't think Dak is as bad as you're making him out to be. I think that the, no, the, the yeah. Dallas Cowboy defense led up on one drive, and that was the only t- drive we scored a touchdown on. It was a 91-yard drive. Mm-hmm. Other than that drive... The Cowboys' defense played lights out. We couldn't run. We couldn't... I mean, all, Dow, all Dak had to do was, what, score the ball. All right, well, well, well okay, I'll, I'll leave you with
2: this thought before we go on to the division round, and that's that I think Dak Prescott is closer to Josh Allen than Kirk Cousins.
0: Oh, that is a that is bad take, oh, bad take.
2: Okay. Well, that is a bad take. Possible game-changer. Possible game-changer makes mistakes, but he can... And he can, pull it, uh, he can pull it in big situations, but he gives you a higher ceiling than Kirk Cousins ever would. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'll say this in response to that before we go to the championship round. If Dak Prescott's in that 33 nothing game against the Colts <laughs> earlier this year, he yeah. does not come back. <laughs> not that. I don't even like, totally like the Vikings that much. That. Dak Prescott does not come back. Totally. Yeah, that um, is so true. That is so true. All right. Um, all, right. all right. But tre- right. don't take me as, as, <laughs> that, taking, as me it. liking Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, but let's move on. 49ers at Eagles. Championship round. Let's – Talk all about the Niners here. They, this is t- the two, in my opinion, the two best rosters in football going at each other. Yeah, maybe not the two best quarterbacks, but everything around them is the best you can see. And this Eagles offensive line is going against the best defensive line in football. You got Eric Armstead in the interior, Samson Ibukam, and Nick Bosa, the defensive player of the year, among others. And they're going up, you know, against a front seven as well. Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner, the best linebacker duo in football. I mean, that's really where I think this game is won. Whoever wins that battle in the trenches wins this game. If that Niners defensive line can make things hard for Jalen Hurts and even more so make the running game suffer a little bit because they're the best run defensive football easily, then the Niners win this game. On the other hand, this Eagles offensive line can start to create openings um, in the run game for both Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. Then the Eagles have a really easy path to win this game. I think it really is one there. I'll go uh, – I think the Niners can – are the defensive line and their defense is the best unit left in the playoffs out of any of these four teams. So I think the Niners' defense gets it done and limits Jalen Hurts a little bit. I think this will be a really ugly, low-scoring game like we saw last week against Dallas, and in that kind of game setup, I'm going to take the Niners. If it's a shootout, I'm taking Jalen Hurts. And I think the best bet for the Niners is to avoid that shootout.
3: Most, most playoff games are one in the trenches. I mean, I— I think more often than not, a playoff game is not a shootout. And trench games, Niners have played in and they have experience in. We have a – I mean, I think it's going to be a rough game. I think it's going to be a hard game. I'm worried about this game. Um, I worry about every game, but I think this game is going to be – it's going to be – I mean, people have been talking about this game since – since what? Like week seven, week six? Yeah, I think ever since the Niners started going on that winning streak. So, I mean, this is – we're here now. Um, I think what I – I'll tell you what I worry about and I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. I, I worry about how our defensive line has not been getting as much pressure in these past two playoff games except for, I mean, I guess last game. And Nick Bose has been a little bit quiet in the uh, Geno Smith game or the Seahawks game two weeks ago. But I think if we can't get that pressure up front, we're not going to be able to get it done downfield. I mean, they got AJ Brown and DeVonta Smith. That's the weakest part of our defense is easily secondary. I mean, we have good safeties. We have Mooney Ward is he plays pretty well. But I do think that I mean, you see it in probably every single game there's just one massive chunk yard play against the 49ers defense or a PI play, right? I mean, I think and if there's any if there's any receivers that are going to do that, it's going to be AJ Brown or Smitty or I mean, Jamar Chase, fingers crossed. But, um I think that's what I'm worried about. i I we have to make sure we do get it done on the defensive line. Uh hopefully Nick Bosa proves again why he's defensive player of the year. Um I'm not worried about stopping Miles Sanders or Gainwell. I trust our linebacker core. Um I think we we do pretty well at just stuffing that. Um Jalen Hurts. Yeah, hopefully we can bait him to making at least one mistake. But that's really going to be the only goal, I guess, for that. I think for our offensive line, that's going to be the biggest thing, is defenses recently have been trying to push Brock Purdy out to roll left because it's his weak side. And it's kind of been working on a few plays. So I think Shanahan needs to just make sure he doesn't do anything crazy. I think at the start of the Cowboys game, he's trying to do a little bit too much. And he does that sometimes is where he tries to do too much. And I think we need to stick to our roots at the start. We need to show them what we do and what we do well. Um, I think the second we start hitting that defensive line with some Christian McCaffrey screens, they might bite off a little bit. So, I mean, we'll see. It's gonna. It should be. That's just a little preview, but. Please. Yeah, I, yeah, it should be a good game. I mean, Graham is the least least
0: excited fan I've ever seen. <laughs> I can just sense the fear in his
3: voice. It, it's gonna be. I mean, I don't. I. I'm a very superstitious person. I wish there was some wood I could knock on right now, but. Um yeah, I mean I don't wanna I don't wanna get overconfident. <laughs> I mean I know this is a good team, I know our team is a good team and hopefully we come out on top. That was yeah. invigorating. That was
2: invigorating Grant.
3: I'm not I mean <laughs> I don't wanna jinx it, man. I I've <laughs> jinxed myself what the last since we've been mm-hmm. in the against the Ravens. So let's just let's just get it done. Job's not finished. <laughs> Job's
2: not finished. Yeah. Um Alright. Well here here's what
3: I'll do. I'm, I'm gonna throw some numbers
2: out there because 'cause I'm looking at some stats. So I'm the Niners, a I, stack guy.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm a stack guy. Yeah, right? like, tell a different story.
2: <laughs> uh, listen, Graham, you said it, you said it yourself, right? This Niners past defense is their weakness, right? Um, they they uh, they're they bottom bottom twelve group in past defense, which which isn't terrible when you look at considering the fact that the number
3: say number twenty, dude. Just say you're number twenty. Sorry, number 20. number twenty. I just I just
2: I I forgot the exact number, okay.
3: Um, <laughs> go bottom twelve. I, mean, you
1: know, not-
2: <laughs> I forgot I was like I was like somewhere in that range. Anyways the stats say bottom twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking on, I'm, I'm looking on pro reference, all right, chill. Um and they're going up against a top ten uh passing offense in the Eagles, right? So that obviously is my first issue. Then as you said yourself the 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 Niners, when we talk a lot about this Niners front line, right? They're a really good run defense team. They're the number one run, run defense in the league, in fact. But they don't generate pressure, as you said. I mean, only they, they have forty four sacks in the year, which is impressive. But then you compare it to the Eagles, who have seventy sacks on the year, and allow uh, uh have only allowed they have allowed forty four sacks in the year too, um. So. I don't know, like, who wins that matchup in the trenches when the Eagles are on offense. I think this game really comes down to how good Jalen Hurts can be. I think you're right. They will um, sort of nullify the impact of the run game. Um, and this does come down to Jalen Hurts. Can he make plays with his legs and extend plays, get around uh, the likes of Joey Bosa and Eric Armstead? And can he beat them downfield? Um, I'm, gonna, I'm erring towards yes. I think that he's played very, very efficient football this year. He hasn't played a defense like the Niners, obviously, but he's played very efficient football so far. Nick Sirianni is making the game look easy for him.
3: Oh, I, I hate Nick Sirianni.
2: He's a good coach. You can, I mean, I'd hate him too if I'm going up against him, but he's a good coach. Um, and like I said, this Niners team, can their defensive line is stopping the run, but it's not necessarily getting pressure. Um, so I, I wonder if that'll be something that allows Jalen Hurst to have a lot more success.
1: You know, I feel like, I feel like all stats go out the window when you're in a playoff game like i feel like especially when you have like two you know amazing rosters that's just going to be ugly football like i don't really care about the stats at that point it's just going to be based on how the game is how the environment is how the atmosphere is and just ultimately how each of those plays is going to go i think you know i completely agree it's all on jalen hurts i think that each each of these teams is going to limit each other as best as they can and i feel like for the eagles it's going to be their run game and their offensive line it's going to come down to jalen hurts and you know I, I, I agree that the 49ers, like, you know, secondary might be the weak part of it, but this is a very underrated group. I feel like it's always been an underrated group. And I feel like they're going to get it done. Brock Purdy, uh, he's going to go to the Super Bowl and be the first rookie quarterback to ever do so. All right, wow. so
0: then before we close out with this game, obviously all of us have alluded to our picks. Um, I want you guys to give me your pick, the score, and who you think the MVP of the game, obviously the winning team, would be. So I'll go first. Um I'm gonna pick the Niners. Uh I'm gonna say twenty to seventeen. And I think uh Fred Warner is, is the MVP of the game for that Niners defense. And I think he makes some big plays in the run game to to keep this Eagles team and uh force Jalen Hurts into a couple of mistakes.
3: Yeah, I mean I think obviously Niners um I'm gonna say twenty four twenty. Um and I think CMC. Yep, yeah, Um i like I said I'll say Eagles. I'll go solid twenty seven twenty
2: four hard fought game. I'll pick the easy pick, Jalen Hurts, but shot, I think Hassan Reddick is gonna be a name to watch. I think he'll have a good game uh chasing down Brock Purdy. All right.
1: Uh I'll go sixteen thirteen Niners. Oh. Um I think it's just gonna be one touchdown, just a okay. bunch of field goals. Uh and yeah, I I hate to copy Arjun, but I, I was actually gonna also say Fred Warner as well, and for the exact same reason. Even though like, but yeah, that, that's what I'm predicting.
0: All right, so I see you're not very, you're not being very original. Tonight. We've always <laughs> had every single <laughs> we, every single <laughs> time. The creative know, not, turned off. I see. Yeah, this is why I don't tell Shree my picks before I make them. And I we still we still we, still,
1: we still, we still managed to like tie every single tie. Right, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, Playoffs but, don't count. All right, so finally. The
0: AFC Championship rematch of last year, Bengals at Chiefs. We were here just a year ago talking about this exact same game. Lots changed since then, but still these two quarterbacks, and in my opinion, I think this is you can speak to this to the 49ers and Eagles. These are the four best teams in football. Like I think sometimes you have those teams who come in, they're not necessarily deserving of being in that championship round. Last year you could say the Bills. Um, but right here we got the four best teams in football. And I think the Bengals and the Chiefs really are the heavyweights of the AFC. Like I said, I think they always have been. And we've got a hobbled Mahomes. And look, I've been on the Bengals' train this entire year. I have told you guys how I think this Bengals team is going to get to the AFC Championship, how I thought at one point they were going to get to the Super Bowl. Last week we saw their backup, their three backups on the offensive line play really well. I don't know if it's going to be the same story this weekend. I think Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and George Colatus are a big threat to that Bengals' offensive line. And I think Patrick Mahomes on one leg— He'll be on like one and a half probably because he'll be popping painkillers before the game. Um, But I think even Patrick Mahomes on that is still the best quarterback in the game, even though I think Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the game. And I think Mahomes can still get it done. And I'm going to pick the Chiefs here. I think it's a lower scoring game because I think this Chiefs defense finally makes some big plays. Last year, if you remember, the Chiefs took a commanding lead in that first half and really allowed themselves. The offense just completely collapsed in the second half. I think Travis Kelsey continues to be this this team's best playmaker, and I think the Chiefs go back to the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, um, I I think the Bengals are going to take it. I mean, it seems that in the past season or two seasons, three seasons, since this uh, Mahomes-Burrow rivalry has started, it seems like if there has been one team that can consistently beat the Chiefs, it's the Bengals. And I I think the Bengals are going to take it again. Um I don't like Mahomes and a high ankle sprain. I know everyone's like you, know, you just don't like Mahomes. I period. don't like Mahomes. <laughs> I, I don't like Mahomes. I do like. Don't like, don't like or, a high ankle sprain or not, you just don't like There's him. There's right? nothing <laughs> I like about him. Nothing uh. too like about him. But I don't I don't want to get prejudiced here. I just think he <laughs> sucks. And, <whatever>. um, <laughs> but I I think the Bengals are going to take it. I mean, I, Burrow has proved that he doesn't need a good O-line to succeed. Um, so I'm going to say, are we doing picks in MVP? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it could be a high-scoring game. I'm gonna say, 28-24, Bengals. Uh, MVP is Joe Burrow. I mean, I Pretty hate cool. the Chiefs. I hope they lose. <laughs>
0: I think it's a quick interjection here. I think Graham is just extraordinarily afraid of facing the Chiefs again in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, um, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's <I> think, <laughs> what it is. No.
2: what um, no, no, he's um, right. Listen, I'm, I'm, I, I'm gonna start with Arjun here. Again, I haven't been on the Bengals train this entire year. I'm not going to admit I'm wrong um, because I think if I, I think if La, if Lamar Jackson's playing for Baltimore, this is a very different playoffs and a very different. Oh my season. god! <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: not really, it's not really Call me delusional. Stop <laughs> with these
2: bad takes. Call me delusional if you want, but if Lamar Jackson's on uh, healthy throughout that entire year, it's a very
3: different playoffs we're looking at just like how we thought if tony pollard came back they'd win <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, win. I'm just saying it's another weapon okay um but here, here, here's what I, here um
2: you, you mentioned Arjun the fact that um they are down three offensive linemen granted again they played well against that bills team but uh this is a chiefs team that's second to, or they're, they're second only to the eagles in sacks throughout the year um they have 55 sacks in the year we talk about this chiefs team a lot as a team has a bad defense they get gashed with the air but the one thing they do is they generate pressure um i and i think that's the one thing that you need to do against this Bengals team is generate pressure especially when they're down all these offensive linemen i think they get to burrow um and make his life uncomfortable enough i think this is going to be a high scoring game and finally i don't know it's just that factor of patrick mahomes like you said I just I don't see how Cincinnati can come in again to Arrowhead and win again away from home. I think Andy Reid has to come up with something. I don't know what it is, but I don't think he's going to come up. I don't see another game where you, you take the lead into halftime and you, don't, you barely score in the second half like they did last year in the championship game. I think this is a team that's going to be more prepared. Um, their offense... Is, is distributing the ball very well. Their running game is finally, finally, finally a factor. Isaiah Pacheco with over seven yards per carry last week, and that's a very, very good sign uh, to take pressure off Mahomes. And I think that's really a key factor that differentiates this Chiefs, teams, um, the difference this Chiefs team from past Chiefs teams that have failed to make it all the way. So I think uh, the Chiefs win this one in a relatively high-scoring game. I'll say it's 34-30. to 30. Um, and the MVP, I'll say, I'll have a great game, but I'll say Travis Kelsey, um, has another massive game, uh, to put this team over the top.
1: All right. Uh, you know, I want to go, um, I'm going with the Bengals on this one. You know, I'm taking Graham's side. Um, you know, you you guys are just wrong. Let me just tell you why, you know, Right. It's Mahomes does not work against the Bengals. Like the Bengals are three and zero against them. It's historically proven. That's what I'm saying, I mean, you know, like I, I, feel like the It's the Mahomes, and Mahomes at was... some point
2: though, right? Like they got to lose at some point.
0: <laughs> Look, guys, I don't even like Mahomes that much, but like
3: he's on a bad ankle. I mean, he's you saw the way he no, played. Okay, I'll give, I'll, g- I'll give
0: you this. Mahomes had a high ankle sprain in 2019. Granted, it wasn't his plant leg that he uses to throw, but he had a high ankle sprain in 2019. You want to know his stats the two weeks after that? Four hundred and forty three yards and three hundred and sixty seven yards. This
3: is one week after. This is one week after. A high ankle sprain. No, no a but in the next, injury. in the
0: following two weeks, I'm saying Mahomes to me. Look, i I am, I'm the again. I, let me remind you guys. I'm the one who picked the Chiefs and not even make the playoffs this year. I'm telling you
1: that this dude is different. This good, dude is the he, best. He's, 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 most so right. to he's the most talented quarterback. Okay, man.
3: just Okay. Listen, Graham's going to leave this podcast if you guys keep this going. <laughs> uh, no. I don't know. I was going to come in here and get bombarded with Mahomes. No, no, let me
1: tell you. I, Infatuation. You know, I, if, if Mahomes puts up 300, Burrow's going to put up 350. Like, that's what's going to happen. The point is, like, I don't care if Burrow's going to get pressure. He's been, get, he's been getting pressure, like, throughout his entire career in the NFL because the Bengals' offensive line has just been historically bad. This man has great pocket presence. We saw that during the Bills. Nearly flawless drives the whole game. He, dude, I, I don't want to be a Burrow dick rider like Arjun is all the time. Like, <laughs> he is, is a this, Like, guys, Arjun is a Burrow, how, how the tables have turned. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, I'm taking the Bengals. I think Burrow, Burrow's going to keep it. I, uh, they're going back to AFC Championship. I don't care if the pressure is on him. He's going to get it done. And, uh, you know, hot take, I guess, but I'm going to say Jamar Chase is the MVP for this one. Oh, Yeah, it's not a bad. It's All fine. right, full full disclosure. I I guess I didn't say my. I'm gonna say
0: Chiefs. Uh, let's say twenty seven. Uh, Bengals twenty four. And I think the MVP is Chris Jones. But full disclosure, I'm picking the Chiefs. Uh, look, everything <laughs> in my being is preventing me from saying the Bengals are gonna win this game. Um, I'm like I mentioned, I haven't missed a game so far, and I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. So I'm being oh stubbornly, I'm stubbornly sticking to my predictions here. I think this is a toss up, as close of a toss up to a game as we've ever seen. Um. I I really think this is gonna this might be another overtime game as we saw last year, um, but I, I think this is gonna be just a fantastic championship weekend. I really can't see any of these games really being blowouts, um, even with Mahomes on a on a bum leg. I think it, all of these games are going to be fantastic. Um,
3: Before we finish, if I could say a word about the Niners. Yeah, go ahead. I'll <laughs> give you the Thank you. I I I didn't yeah. I wasn't prepared for this, but go no, ahead. No, no, I just I've been thinking about it. It's been bugging me. What's been bugging me is that Rohan said, he suggested earlier that I'm the least, what was the word he used, invigorating 49er fan in the world? Is that what the word One of is? them, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, let me tell you something. My first 49er game. I'm not like, sure. Wait, I'm gonna... sorry no, no, I feel like I shouldn't be here. Like, I'm going to get out of <laughs> this. Is, this, yeah.
2: feels, this feels too personal, Kramer. Are you sure you
0: want to you sure you
3: open up? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Close, Close screen right now. Close and personal. All right. My first Niner game, my dad took me to Arizona. Arizona Cardinal Stadium, right? <laughs> get fucked I'm from long. San Diego, so, you know, Colin Kaepernick at the helm. Rest in peace, socially. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, no. We lost 47-7. to oh. I had to watch Carson Palmer dot up my defense. Yeah. Sorry. Let me tell you something. One of the best experiences of my life. okay? I think we finished that season maybe two and 14. I'm not sure. It was not a good season for us. I have been a 49er fan through thick and through thin. Jim Tom Sula, Chip Kelly, Harbaugh. Tell him. I mean, don't ever accuse me of being an least invigorating <laughs> 49er fan. Do you know what I would do for this team? Do you know what I would do for this team? No, you, do you do, know what I would do you, for You would do crazy things, I'm sure. I would do crazy things for this team, all right? Like what? I <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, I would. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> I, would chill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. I'm kidding, I'm
3: kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But let me just say this. I see a little question here, a little prompt. Can Purdy or the 49ers, can the 49ers get it done? That let me tell you something. To be private. Let me tell you something. We got it done already. This game is in the bag. All right? <laughs> you wanted me to be real? You wanted me to be honest and not cocky? Screw it. I've never this seen game this. Is I done. Never see it. This game is over. Okay? We won this game already. Jalen Hurts, the Jalen Hurts who has one good season. Everyone's like, this guy is the future. He's Lamar Jackson. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. He is not shit. Okay? <laughs> Jalen Hurts is not shit. All right? Nick Sirianni, not shit. All right, Kyle Shanahan is the best coach in the league. He should be coach of the year this year. The coach of the year award actually gave a shit about who was a good, quarter, or a good coach, all right? Brian, Brian Dable should not. No, Brian Dable should not get shit. He just Brian got blown out 38-7 to 7 in the playoffs. All right, he had no game plan. What was team his game plan. plan? Run Saquon up the middle? No. <laughs> Brian Dable should not get coach of the year. Kyle Shanahan has, a three co- has had three quarterbacks this year. Three quarterbacks this year. And we went from three and four to being in the NFC Championship for the, what, third, third time, time in four, four seasons. seasons? Third time in four time seasons. <laughs> three, yeah. I mean, Kyle Shannon should be coach of the fucking decade. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm being serious. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, mean, it's just.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean. We got this game, and you know what? We got the Chiefs next week, or we got the Bengals next week. It doesn't matter. All right, we got the season in the bag. We should have won in 2019. We did win in 2019. It doesn't matter. We're gonna win this game. All right, we're gonna <laughs> win next still, week. We're gonna win the week after for us. All right,
0: Graham, I'm sorry. We, we do have a time limit. All right, <laughs> um, I'm I got
2: Graham, I I will say Good. I, I yeah, come. while you were you were wrong about a lot of things in your rant. Yeah, I'm not sure. What I will say hell that was, say to be that, that was a welcome enthusiasm for me that I've yet to see. I um, just really upset me. I'm sorry. And.
0: Graham, you can cut out. You're, you're, you're... No, I'll, I'll, we're keeping all of that. In. No, we're oh. keeping all of it. But no, you are you're quite a passionate
2: it. fan, Graham. And I'm sorry for for, for for saying that what you much. Like that, that was that was heartbreaking. That was, that was the, like uh, that was heartfelt. It came from here, Graham. I felt it. I felt the emotion.
0: You know, I don't think we've had an, a, as uh, an emotional moment on the show since draft story. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that was the last time Graham was on. So, anyway, on that note, I don't know how I really followed it up. So, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs please please check out our instagram for uh all of our picks uh we have lots of end season end season content coming down the pipeline just three more games left in the season the season has gone by so quickly but the off season is going to be really fun uh we're excited uh to to get into all that graham thank you so much for coming back on the show for a full episode thank this you for is having me. one of the most unique episodes we've done and i say that in a good way um uh, go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, go Niners. N- next week, Thank we will be ha- you, we'll be having Hoge back on the show for our annual
2: – Sorry, I didn't realize you had Ho- By the way, Hoge, Hoge is Graham's roommate who is a Cowboys fan. Um,
1: yeah, but we'll be having him on. Gra- Hoge went through it on days. Sunday.
0: <laughs> for our on our annual on-the-turf Pro Bowl spectacular where we talk about everything tangentially related to football because the Pro Bowl doesn't matter. Um so we're excited for that. And, uh, yeah, my name is Arjun Ryan. I'm Srivam Khanda.
2: And I'm
3: Ron Patel. And I'm Graham. Thank you for having me. Okay? <laughs> and we'll see you next week <laughs> on the turf. <laughs>